0: Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Things. We back at it again, episode 33. Same age as me. You feel me? Same age as uh, Jesus Christ. You feel me? And we're going to keep it at that. Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. Uh, Another week, man. Another another opportunity to make you guys... uh, continue to be engaged and laugh and yeah listen on in i've gotten some really cool inboxes from people to our from our listeners mm-hmm. and i tell them all the time man i appreciate you taking out the time to to listen and listen in and and uh check out the podcast man Not, yeah i don't care how many people start listening because mm-hmm. you know my me and keith's projection is something you know great so regardless of where we are we still are very appreciative of the people that take time to listen. We say it every week, but yeah. we mean it. Yeah. All right. Let's go on a couple of things, man, before we get into it. Um, mm-hmm. Derek Rose. If oh, anybody- wait, wait. Before what?
1: you do that, I just wanted to shout out um, Joe Maynard. Joe Maynard just dropped some sweaters. Um, I don't know if he had a website or whatever the case. He had a, He dropped some sweaters for um, basically is like, he just created a clothing brand. He dropped some sweaters, and they sold out, like, you know, within minutes. So shout out to him, man. He oh. he out here moving and grooving. So shout no out to
0: shit. him. Well Joe, you're gonna have to get some more sweaters. That's what that means. Yeah. 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 What uh <clears throat> I didn't I didn't catch that. What exactly did
1: it say on the sweater? It's heavy rain. I think heavy rain is like the name of their group. That's but dope. the sweaters are pretty dope, man. And so. how's it
0: spelled? Um like, I think is it, the, is it rain with E
1: I G N or is it? Yeah, R? yeah, that one, that one. But only, I think on the sweater it only had like HVR or something like that. It was like a, it was like a really cool like you know text logo. That's dope. and uh, super simple, but you know what I mean. A lot of gotta people check. liked it. Yeah. I gotta
0: check that out. It's on his Instagram.
1: Yeah, I think I think he created a uh, an apparel page. I think it's Heavy Rain Apparel, I believe, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, that's dope. However, you get there, Joe, don't matter if it's through music or through clothing. You know, long as you remain, um, uh, uh, not positive, long as you remain doing what you're doing, you're going to get there. Yeah. And to sell that out means people fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, I'm, I'm going to check this out right now, matter of fact. Yeah. Let me go to Joe's pays. Got to pay more attention. Got to pay more attention. This is kind of, when you got life going on, you don't catch everything. But yeah. But that's cool. I'm, I'm definitely
1: back. the one that's always out of the loop, so. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Hey, Eddie, did you know a bomb went off today?
1: <laughs>
0: really? <did. laughs> yeah, yeah, man, you don't watch the news? I'll be like, yeah, I don't know, man. I was at work. Yeah. And this nigga never. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, all right. Uh, shout out to Joe. All right, moving forward. Um, uh, anything else you wanted to announce, man?
1: Nah, that's all. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, congratulations, Joe. Uh, yeah. I'm going a, I'm to a check it out. Yeah, um, and uh, hopefully you got a three X because I don't know how big your sweaters is. Um, you rocking the three X's? <laughs> oh man, I might have to because if I buy fuck around and buy a two X or XL,
1: my arms is long. I'm gonna have that shit gonna be oh, up to my true. elbows, man. Yeah, that nigga Eddie. True story. This nigga Eddie, you know, back in the day where um, like some of the older cars you had the like the roll down window before they started doing the electric ones. And it's not necessarily older cars because my cars has electric windows too, and mine is like a '95. But Eddie was literally sitting in the driver's seat, and his arms were so long that he reached all the way in the back seat, but the op- the passenger side back seat, and rolled down the window with ease. <laughs> <laughs> like, how's your arms this long? <laughs> hey, that's a true story. That's a, that's a true story. You know
0: what? I'm trying to remember. I think it was in my old car.
1: Yeah. It was with in the, the Malibu. Yeah. yeah. Did it you?
0: was.
1: was like, oh how
0: my God. This? Yeah. That's crazy. I think that the, the, my arm length, like I should be, I'm only like six and some change at the most. Yeah. But I think I should be like six foot six with the arm length. I got. Yeah. Maybe I should be like, I should be like Kobe or something.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, you know how, like, when uh, they describe NBA players, they say, like, Kevin Durant is, like, six eleven, seven 7 feet, but he got, like, a seven six wingspan or something like I'd be like, so. this this dude is a bird, man. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah. All right.
0: Moving forward. Um, Derek Rose. If you guys don't know who Derek Rose is, he is in basketball. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of basketball. <laughs> Derek Rose is an American basketball player in the NBA. I uh, originally started off with the Chicago Bulls. His projection was great. He was playing at a top-tier level until so he had one injury. That injury affected him majorly and then he came back and he got hurt again. And then he got hurt multiple times over his career. And during that time, he never reached his potential because he was always injured. Mm-hmm. During this time, the internet was internet was killing him with different memes and you know, cracking jokes on him and saying, um, "Oh, you know, putting him in crutches and, like, just, I don't know, just yeah. laughing at the guy. Yeah. Ridiculing him for being hurt. It's not his fault. Yeah. All right. To make a long story short, recently he dropped the 50-point game, and then everybody was on the internet like, oh, my God. Like, we knew, Derek. We knew you could do it. It was a whole bunch of positive shit. But over the last couple of years, it ain't been nothing but fuck shit on the internet. Yep. It's just crazy, man. People, just, it, internet culture is so fake. Mm-hmm um but not to take the 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 shine off the man he's having a pretty good season yeah he's actually playing at a different level
1: yeah and for, i did, go I'll ahead go, i was going to say like for those of you that don't know derek rose was the youngest mvp ever in the nba i think he won it when he was 22 years old or something like that
0: yeah he's very young
1: um just to put it into perspective like i think steph curry had to be like 28 when he when he won his first mvp so you know, that's six years younger. But yeah, man, like it's <clears throat> he went through so many like, you know, trials and tribulations, like to to be at the top of your career, um, the you know, pretty the best point guard in the NBA and then for a few injuries to happen consecutively and, you know, you turn into a shell of yourself. Exactly. Like if you if you were just to Google like his high school highlights or his college highlights, like just super athletic freak of nature. He could jump out the gym. Like, you know, his head is dang near hitting the rim when he dunking and just all kind of crazy stuff. And then to see him, you know, coming off the bench and, yeah you know, getting five minutes a game, it's just like, it's just crazy. But to see where he is now is like a true testament to, you know, just his stick-to-itiveness and, you know, his persistence. And, you know, he just had a goal and hopefully – you know i don't know if this is going to last hopefully it does but for him to score 50 points is and 50 points was a career high even in his MB, mvp season exactly. he didn't score that many points exactly. so you know it's pretty crazy
0: yeah it's just it just it goes to show you if you believe in anything don't just give up on it yeah don't give up damn excuse my burp don't don't give up on it man um and it may sound very cliche like oh you know everybody says that but at the end of the day if you really love something and you really care about something then you're not going to give up on it because you got hurt or because something happened there there have been people some of the people that have achieved like just astronomical success like um they've been through some shit you know Like, and then finally when they tell their story it's like wow they're like well you know before i won the super bowl i lost my mom like two hours before the game and then you would be like oh my god like yeah. These people have been through some crazy things and still been able to achieve their, their dreams
2: mm-hmm.
0: based on the fact that they didn't just give up. So I think if you can learn anything from the Derek Rose story, uh don't give up on what you believe in. Yeah. You have to keep working on it.
1: And if Adidas is not making a crazy, like super inspiring commercial right now, they're losing.
0: They're losing. They yeah. could be bank could be making bank yeah. off this. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a um there's a middle linebacker that plays for the Seahawks that has half uh Shaquem, Shaquem, uh Griffin. Mm-hmm. He's missing his uh hand. His yeah. hand got cut off uh because he had like some uh, ailment when he was a child and he was under extreme pain. Mm-hmm. So the the doctors said, "Yes, the only way he won't have pain is if they amputate it." Mm-hmm. So he is the first NFL amputee in the history of the NFL who starts. Mm-hmm. And is it is in it's extremely motivational because there's kids that come to the game that have the same thing that are yeah. missing their hand or they're, or they're having extreme pain and they watch him mm-hmm. and they on the, it was like two, two or three kids on the sideline watching him and they all had ampute, amp, uh, amputated hands. Crazy. Like that's powerful man. Yeah. I want somebody to look at me and Keith and be like I know I could be a black guy that talks on the <laughs> <laughs> I could be inspiring, a, inspiring people. Yeah. Everybody out there that wear glasses and bald heads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's for real. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Just well, regular black guys. Inspiring, yeah. We're inspiring regular black guys. Exactly. Because we're
0: just regular black guys. Ain't yeah. nothing, nothing special over here. Yeah. Until I get you in that bedroom and then we Wait, what?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dark turn. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, man, that's crazy. All Could right. you imagine groupies mm-hmm. on tour? Whoop, like, you know, they'd really? be doing those little uh, podcast tours. Oh, my God. Could you imagine groupies? That'd be crazy. podcast? That's crazy. I would
0: have to control myself because, like, I would... Like, I'm the type of guy that... If I'm hanging out with some chicks, he's like, "I love your podcast. Like, would you like to come to my place?" And I'll be like, ah, "You know what? Why not?" And then I go there, and then it, it happens, and then I talk about it on the podcast. That's the type uh, of guy. Yeah, I
1: mean. she listens. She sends she, she a message.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be like, she had, um, she had
1: a tattoo on her butt that said, "Get, <laughs> get rich or die trying." <laughs> she had a trucker's mind logo on oh! her. <laughs> That would freak me out. That would be wild. That would be so wild. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. That would be, that's how you know you made it. Yeah. If you're having sex with a chick and she has the logo of the podcast on her ass. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. That'd be crazy. And then you spank it. Pow! And then, <laughs> and then it, turns, it turns red. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that would only work if she's white, though. Yeah. If she, she's black, you I, won't see the I red. I kind of
1: got where you was going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you spanked me kind of hard.
0: You know? <laughs> All right, moving forward. Um, pumpkin Spice, man. Like, What's going on with the Pumpkin Spice craze? It yeah. seems like it's gotten worse over the years. Some people say it's gotten better because they love pumpkin spice. <laughs> but it's crazy how 10 months out of the fucking year, nobody gives a fuck about pumpkins or anything with spice. And then all of a sudden, Halloween, pumpkin spice candles and pumpkin yeah. spice Oreos and pumpkin spice everything. Yeah. I just don't like it, man. I never, I've never been a fan of pumpkin shit. Not yeah. even, I don't even like <clears throat> pumpkin pie. It's nasty.
1: Yeah, that's uh, I think culturally, yeah. black people don't really gravitate to the pumpkin anything. No, yeah, pumpkin pumpkin spice stuff is like fried chicken
0: to black people, <laughs> except for white people. <laughs> yeah. I was I was having dinner uh, with this chick, and she happened to be white, and she's like, "Ooh, pumpkin spice beer," and that's, I was like, "Sound crazy?" I swear, bro, true story. Swear to God. All right, so. Uh, she she gets the beer. She's like, "Oh, this is good." And then she grabbed another one. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm thinking, like, how does she like this?
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I
0: don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's that's that mythbusters. That one is true.
2: <laughs>
0: well, I would say I don't know if it's a white people thing. I would narrow it down to like white women liking pumpkin spice products.
1: Yeah, I think part of it is what they put the pumpkins in. I, I don't like know. Like the pumpkin spice in. So yeah. Starbucks and, you know, coffee is a big thing. You know.
0: Pumpkin spice rolls. They make yeah, those the, pumpkin those rolls.
1: roll things. Um, I also don't like those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like what What? what would, what um, thing would black people eat if they put pumpkin spice in it? Nothing.
0: Hen- oh, Hennessy.
1: And Hen- oh pumpkin spice Hennessy. I'm sure there's. I'm sh- I'm almost positive. If you can go, if you Google pumpkin spice Hennessy, it's a recipe on. Yeah,
0: it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I thought about like, what if they made pumpkin spice condoms?
1: I'm sure there's some out there.
0: There's got to be, man. Yeah. Can you imagine getting done? and you know you guys are done having sex and the whole room smells like pumpkin spice
1: <laughs>
0: instead of instead of just that regular sex smell now it smells like pumpkin spice <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the hell that's it's, crazy it smells like thanksgiving in here
1: yeah that's comedy they got to make <laughs> they
0: got to make a christmas flavor like peppermint or something oh definitely yeah and then when y'all get done having sex it's like you just hit the christmas music come on It's beginning (laughs) to feel a lot like
1: Christmas.
0: (laughs) Like, this is terrible.
1: Yeah. That's funny. Yeah,
0: pumpkin spice is a little, it's just a little overboard. Yeah.
1: I think it's a, um, it's one of those good um, business tactics. Definitely. You know, they get to capitalize on the, you know, two month span. Yeah. yeah. Super popular.
0: Yeah. Actually, I had a pumpkin spice candle lit for you. Came in here to freshen up the house. Really? Can you smell it?
1: Yeah, I can smell it. Too. Yeah,
0: still it's, it's pretty strong. It I, I got it cuz it smells good. It's like this little aromatherapy. Yeah. And you know, it, the pumpkin spice is a very inviting smell. Yeah. I will say that. I love the smell of it, but as far as eating the products, yeah. I'll pass on that, one, Bob. I want to Oh yeah. White
1: girls probably get wet if they walk in. <laughs> Oh my gosh I don't know what it is just... <laughs> Oh my god Oh
0: man Oh that's crazy uh, You know I was just thinking about something right now You know uh, If you're ever on the phone with someone And, and they're just blabbing 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 yeah. And then you're like Dang that's crazy Mm -hmm. dang that's crazy and it's like after you say dang that's crazy three fucking times and they still keep going yeah it's like dude you don't get the hint once you give me a dang that's crazy one time I'm like this motherfucker ain't trying to talk to me no more (laughs) I'm getting off the phone yeah dang that's crazy
1: Dang that's cr- and he fitted they fit it in perfectly too. Yeah. They're not really listening. They they're just, not
0: really listening. It is they they're listening just to say that line. Like, <laughs> then I got shot. And then the police took me to the police station for no reason. Mm. Dang that's crazy. Yeah. They're yeah, looking and, for
1: a little pocket to like yeah. where you breathe and then they hit fit a dang that's crazy. And, yeah, like,
0: and that's why I, dang, that's crazy. I can't believe Dang that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All
0: right. All right. Forward, another one, uh uh, uh moving forward. McDonald's hacks. I don't know if people know about McDonald's hacks and they're like, ew, McDonald's is gross. I don't believe people when they say McDonald's is gross. Cause they wouldn't be open if they were actually that nasty. So let me say this McDonald's. Like there are certain things you can make there or, or get from there if you know how to order. Them. And Keith actually was the one that put me on to this. It was uh McDoubles with Mac sauce, right? Like a lot of times the reason why people ain't big on big Macs are because they got that extra piece of bread in them and shit and lettuce mm-hmm. and all that. And some people don't like all that. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you eliminate a bun, and then you could change the condiments up and put that mac sauce on there. I just get mine some mac sauce and onions. Oh yeah. my god, it's bomb! And yeah. then you could order the burger with no salt. With no,
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean bur- the no seasoning on the burger. Yeah, because yeah.
0: it's salty enough. I don't want no yeah. more salt on this. Yeah. So you get it with no. And well, it's like
1: leftover residue from the other burgers still sitting on this, the grill when they. They um, cook them anyways. Like oh, yeah.
0: Keith, yeah. Keith used to work at McDonald's back in the day. Yeah. So he knows the ins and outs. Yep. He went to Burger Patty University. and uh, he There got is it.
1: a real, like a McDonald's University. There really is. Mm-hmm. It's
0: for management. Yeah. I had a homie that went through there. Mm-hmm. Nigga was smelling like burgers
1: every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Somebody put that on a resume. McDonald's, McDonald's University. They gonna get, think they're going to get hired. Nah, they're going to be like, McDonald's University. <laughs> Is that where they make the fries? <laughs> you know, they have, um what's I going to say? Oh, no, the origin of the Big Mac sauce for me came in like, had to be like sixth grade. Me and, um, shout out to my homie Jared. I was with Jared and um, I was spending the night at his house because I think we were going to a track meet. And part of the reason I spent the night at his house is because, like, his mom was driving. And then also part of it was, like, I used to always show up late to track meets. So um, to prevent all of that, I spent the night at his house. So um, something happened to where, like, we rode the bikes to McDonald's. Like, his mom gave us a few dollars to ride, um, ride to ride the bike to McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's, and, like, one of his homies from the neighborhood was, like, with us. And while we were there, the dude ordered like um, a, uh, a McDouble or it was either double cheeseburger or, Mc, or McDouble. He yes, ordered double
0: cheeseburger back then, They didn't <laughs> have McDoubles back then.
1: And not then? When did that nah, come out with McDoubles? McDoubles came out later. Like when?
0: Probably like in, I say like around 2000 something, 2004. 2004. Okay, They, they might have had them Go ahead man Yeah they might have been there
1: <laughs> Cause I remember them mugs But um, either, one, either way it was one of those But he added Big Mac sauce to it And it like blew my mind I was like what the heck Like I never seen this before I never seen anyone do it So like I just kept that in the back of my mind And then um, like later on down the line When I went back I ordered it And I was like dang I've been missing out
0: Bruh and it's so much better yeah. And you know whenever I go to McDonald's And I get a double cheeseburger <clears throat> I don't ever, 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 ever get it without mac sauce. Dang, that is how much better it tastes with that on there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I tell them to make the patty well done with no season, with no salt. Yeah, and it just tastes like regular beef. It don't taste like a salty patty no more. Yeah, it changed the game. And then the, and then the McChickens, the way you can have them make it fresh, is you'd be like, uh, uh, oh no no, McChickens, just tell them you want it fresh, and, or and then no mayonnaise on it because the mayonnaise is just. Oh, they put too much.
1: Yeah, they have. And um fries. Usually, those uh-huh. things be broken. So when you squirting, like it's a little, like a little mayonnaise gun, basically. Oh, God. and sometimes the thing, like they come in these cardboard containers. Uh huh. That um, you puncture and then the mayonnaise kind of squirts out of it. Oh. God. Like um, that? Yeah. So sometimes, like the the gun or the the like the box is broken, so it's squirting out too much mayonnaise. And wow, sometimes yeah, it's just a lot that kind of goes the, into the perfect. Serving size.
0: So you basically, you, you queef out a bunch
1: of fucking mayonnaise all over oh the pack. Oh, my pad. gosh. That's nasty. I don't want to think about a queef <laughs> in the same sentence. I'm sorry, man. I said I don't want to think about a queef and a McChicken in the same sentence. <laughs> sorry, I I said, I a queef a same sentence. <laughs> McQueefing? <laughs> a McQueef. That's a podcast. Man.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. It's mm-hmm. it's it's every every top well, every um title we come up with on the podcast is off of something
1: weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McQueef it is. I think that I think that's the thing though. Like once you see the title and then you realize like what spot in the podcast we talked yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I like about some of the other podcasts that I listen to. It's like they just pick a random topic and yeah. then they throw that in the in the title. And then you'd be like, oh, that's where the name comes. That's, exactly. where the name came that's from. what I
0: love about doing the, the doing the podcast is there's no rules to this shit. Yeah. Somebody asked me, so uh how many minutes does Keith speak and how many minutes do you speak and this and that? I'm like, man, this
1: ain't no fucking That's a hilarious question. Yeah, like, dude. You <laughs> so think- like how do you guys monitor the time that you speak? Yeah, like you think we got this shit all figured out? Come <laughs> on. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, with little known fact, the the um I think the oil at McDonald's, has, like, some beef stock in it. Oh. So, like, wait, why didn't you make that? <laughs> so you had an orgasm over it? No, I was just like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, so, like, when you make the fries, um, you know, that golden oil that you see in the commercials and stuff has, that, has, like, a little bit of beef stock. So that's part of the flavor that you get when you... When oh. you're eating a McDonald's french fry Oh yeah You know what
0: I think Yeah he's right You're getting a little bit of, And there's sugar in it too Sugar? Yeah
1: I was watching oh, it's, it's vegetable oil So I imagine Yeah They find cream. a
0: way to fit sugar In everything Even in the meat Yeah it's Because sugar Sugar is like It triggers like It triggers something in the brain Almost like crack They compared it to addicting Dop- Isn't it
1: more addicting than anything?
0: Yeah, but sometimes I'd be laying in my bed at night, and I'd just roll around. I'd be like, oh, I'm a double cheeseburger. <laughs> <get that."> uh, <laughs> fries, man. Something about those. Do you get those fries fresh? Yeah. Those, them shits. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it's only a few people that I could say got better fries than McDonald's.
1: Everybody else, nah. McDonald's got, like, the number one fast food it's fry. It's a classic fry. Yeah, bro. They ain't changed the recipe in years. It's still the same, consistent. It shouldn't be no recipe to fries. It's just fucking potatoes. Yeah, but, you know, Carl's Jr. did the natural yeah. cuts. And, you know, um, c- certain restaurants was going to, like, you know, different salts and stuff. But, you know, they kept theirs OG. Yeah, I, I think the, the, th-
0: the problem with fast food fries is that they taste different. And that should never happen. What you mean? Because there's only Oh, they're
1: just fries. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Potato. Just potato, salt, oil. Yeah. That's all it should be. But the fact that they taste so different is a problem.
1: <laughs> That's <was> comedy. <laughs> yeah,
0: think about it. Like, okay, uh in and out burger fries, they're fucking nasty.
1: Yeah, we
0: <laughs> They taste like they taste people- like blazed potato chips, man.
1: Listen, people on the West Coast, we gotta stop lying to ourselves. Bruh. In and Out fries is disgusting. Yeah, they dry, dry too. Yeah. And they're made from real potatoes. That's even crazier. Yeah. The ones that's made from real potatoes is disgusting. But yeah. the ones who knows, they've been flash frozen and sitting in a truck for hundreds of miles and they taste good. Yep.
0: Yeah. In and Out. <laughs> that's why our friends' fries are dry as fuck.
1: <laughs> they have a commercial, <laughs> they have an ad.
0: Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Oh, I never you heard You never heard that. them on the radio? Nah.
0: It must be an old slogan, because I'm yeah. old. They used to be like, in and out that's what our hamburgers are about.
1: And I, 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 might get, I might remember something
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, if you look that shit up on YouTube, it'll say that. But yeah. I grew up listening to it on the radio. And then uh, Corn Nuts. Um, what's the brand for Corn Nuts, you know? I don't know. Well, Corn Nuts, they have one that uh, used to be on the it radio. Might be
1: fr- is it Frito Lake? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Don't give me the lie years ago on the radio i was like in the seventh grade they had a um and my dad used to laugh every time he came on the radio it would be like bust a nut bust a nut so open up a bag and bust a nut are you serious I swear bro uh, anybody listen to this podcast you can fact check me and look up corn uh corn nuts uh um
1: song what do they call that a jingle yeah and you're gonna be like what the fuck is this that would be so dope to sample in front of a song or something like that. What? That little that little uh jingle. Not the bust a nut one. Yeah. That'd be terrible. I literally. feel like Kanye West would do it on I love it. Oh. <laughs> and then it bust a nut. Like <laughs> it would take a break. <laughs> bust a nut, bust a nut. <laughs> and then Kanye come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye I got ideas, man. Hit me up.
0: Oh my god. Yeah Uh, McDonald's fries man Probably I say they're at least uh, Rally's fries Are heavily fabricated With batter And all kind of shit But they bomb
1: Yeah Those fuego
0: Yeah them is bomb Checkers
1: Rally's
0: Checkers slash rallies. Yeah and then you got Burger King, ah, nah, they fries all right. Yeah,
1: I was talking to some girl about Rowley's fries. Remember, I used to be down the street from us. Yeah, there? used to be oh, before it was Starbucks. No, Starbucks. Like, I, why it's they put a Starbucks in the? I won't say Starbucks. it's the hood, but it ain't. the Rowley's was popping though. I think they just wanted to, to. I think they just wanted to get out of the neighborhood. I don't know bruh. if it was financial problems. Nah,
0: they was making dough.
1: Because Every- I used to be there regularly.
0: Bro, every rally was by a high school. They made money. I don't get it. Yeah. Okay, first of all, they had one by West. Mm-hmm. They had one by BHS. They had one down the street from East High. Mm-hmm. They had one by North High, kind of. And mm-hmm. it's like you making money from uh, all these schools and then you just disappear. One day I went to go get a rally burger and it was boarded up. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, you know, imagine how you feel, you know, being a kid. I was only seven
1: forward to a big Buford. Huh?
0: Yeah. Looking forward to a big Buford, man. The chicken
1: sandwich with all that yeah. grease. And then I go up there and they close
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it was depressing. You think Buford is somebody's like last name? Probably. at the burger.
0: Yeah. If you guys don't remember, it was a burger at, at Riley's called the big Buford. It was uh, a <laughs> I went to school with a lot of uh, illiterate kids so I had a dude, a homeboy, that would be like, hey, hey, let me get two of them big buffers. <laughs> like, you stupid motherfucker. Niggas be stupid. It's not a buffer. It's Buford, you dumbass. <laughs> let me
1: get a two big buffers.
0: W- whatever, nigga. Just let me get a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, moving on, moving on.
1: Yeah.
0: Internet courage. Have you ever noticed that when you're on a different platform, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, people commonly will say things that they would not say to your face because it would oftentimes result in them getting slapped the fuck out. Mm -hmm. So I've had people tell me some shit like, okay, let me think of something. Uh, I I think I I posted something one time and uh, some dude that, that never really, I never ever seen this guy in my comments unless he was disagreeing. And that's how you can tell people hate you on social media. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to kiss my ass Or agree with anything I say But how about you just keep it moving But the only time when you see people Is when they disagree with something you're doing They obviously don't like you So to make a long story short Motherfucker pops up like, that's dumb. Like You be talking too much on here. You should think about doing something else or something, so-and-so. I said, look, man. I said, uh, I don't know what your problem is, dude, but you need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then he starts saying, he starts writing big old paragraphs and like hateful stuff. And then you can tell when other people hate you when they like the hateful comments. Uh-huh. So it's like, you got all the... And I deleted all of them. Yeah. After I seen that, and I didn't even respond no more. Because I, I, I told myself this. I'm not going to... Throw fuel on the fire And argue with somebody And I'm a grown man At the time I was probably Only like 28 mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I was still too old To entertain somebody online And argue with them Yeah No thank you I'd rather just delete you And be gone And go about my business
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. I guarantee you you would That dude would have never Tried to say that to my face Yeah He would have been too, too afraid I would have probably My thing is I'm not a violent person It would take a lot for me To be violent Mm-hmm you know, but trust me, people—they have more courage to say things online than they would say that they would to your face because they're not going to do that.
1: Yeah, I think um, it just comes with the nature of the medium. You know, you're not directly in front of someone. You don't yeah. have to see their response. You don't have to see their facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You don't have to see anything. Like you know, you can pretty much. Like I think, do you? It's the internet is weird because it's a. It's a part where people are most honest and most dishonest.
0: There, Oh, my God. So you
1: could be in a comment and you could be like, if you genuinely don't like a song or if you genuinely don't think something is funny, be like, eh, it's not really that funny. Um, but at the same time, like people are lying about, like, you know, what kind of cars they have and the jewelry and how much money they have and stuff like that. So this is a weird. The Internet is just a weird, a really weird place. Yeah, and you know, recently I posted this. I, 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 you know, I don't remember
0: what the overall post was, but it was probably a couple months ago. And then in the comments, some girl said something. No, and I said, "Oh no!" I said, "You can't please everybody." That was the post. I said, "So just don't even don't get mad when you when mm-hmm. you don't please people." You know, and then some uh, dude put like. I don't know about you, but I put it down or something. Talk about sex. I knew where it
1: was going. I knew where it was going to go. And I I
0: didn't even mean it like that. Like, Mm -hmm. the dude took it out of context. And I was like, I said, even in sex, you're not going to please every woman you have sex with, bro. He's like, maybe you don't, but I do. And I'm thinking, like, bro, like, here you go with this toxic masculinity acting like you're fucking the shit out of all these women when you know you're not. Mm -hmm. You know? And I, I just think, first of all, why are you trying to prove that your dick game is good to another guy?
2: Yeah, I don't about, care
0: I don't give a fuck about what you can do How about you prove it to the chick you're putting dick in <laughs>
1: yeah. That has
0: nothing to do with me, man Yeah And I was just like, wow Okay, man, good for you And then he said something else and I just ignored it mm-hmm. I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. And this, it's it's overcompensation, too yeah. Like, you want this label in yourself Like, you want you want this label on you Like, yeah, I got good dick Yeah Like, what is that What is that doing for anybody? Yeah It's like, basically... It, it's weird It's another form of internet courage You're saying things That you probably would not say In a regular conversation
2: mm-hmm.
0: you, you wouldn't You wouldn't be in Target somewhere And be like Man I fucked the shit out of these bitches bro <laughs> At Target You're not gonna say things like that But on the internet you feel more safe Yeah And you feel like it's an acceptable place To, to, to put shit like that
1: What if he was saying What if that dude was saying that Remember you had that Walmart story Which one? Where you went to Walmart and the girl was buying lube? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, if the he was saying the lube there—that'd be comedy. At least I'll just tell him to shut the fuck <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> I'll be like, "Look, bro, I don't know what you're getting out of this glass case, but there's only condom and lube and shit in here. And if you're talking about this, like, you could just shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, this is weird. It's weird, man. You yeah. know, I think um, I don't know. I I, I would assume that. The, ma- the more mature you get, the more you can replicate that honesty, um, online and in person. But I think some people don't ever really grow out of that. Yep. I think one person that is tend to be like, um, at least in their own opinion, they tend to be like honest all the time. It's like a guy like Charlemagne and God. Yep. He's, he tends to be like, you know, tell people to their face what he's saying, um, I think that's good though, honestly. Yeah. I I yeah, that's true. I do also think that um th- like you can be you can be honest without being like a dick about it. Very I feel like true. sometimes he's like he says just like hurtful things and he feels like he's being honest and that's all he knows how to do. But you can be honest without being so you know critical like you know sometimes somebody will rap and he'll be like oh that's trash yeah oh, that's garbage oh, you should stop rapping but at the same time it's like however you feel about it if you do like it if you don't like it you don't have to say it in that manner you can Very you can true. you can put it you can word it a different way and I know he knows how to word it a different way because he wrote two books already <laughs> <laughs> I, that's very true.
0: Yeah. You know, this, speaking of Charlemagne, I will say this. Love the guy, but he is a dick a lot of times. And I don't. And I love uh, uh, his interviews. And I've bought both of his books <coughs> and, and loved both of his books. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I will say there are some interviews where he is a complete dick. And he is like at a battle with old Charlemagne and new Charlemagne. Yeah. You know, because new Charlemagne is doing interviews with Kanye and he's on msNBC and all kinds of shit and he's on the on the uh, the late night shows and he's just like a whole he's just he's just huge now yeah. but he also has the small mind in some of his interviews like he did post Malone post malone was being as nicely nice as he could he's like oh no problem man thanks thanks for listening he's like I listened but it was trash I think it's garbage honestly he's like oh I'm sorry you feel that way man but thank you for listening and he was just like it's trash it's garbage it's trash and he was just like um cracking jokes saying somebody Actually,
1: every time they bring up post malone's name yeah he says something like that
0: he just says it's trash it's garbage it's trash and it's like you know what okay we get it we've heard your opinion multiple times yeah. there do you know this this podcast that i don't like but i don't get on you know our podcast and talk about how much i hate other podcasts yeah i just think that that's unne- it's it's unnecessary conversation unnecessary dialogue yeah you could just say, and if you don't like some shit be like ah, i'm not too fond of it but you know um it's not my cup of tea or something like that yeah, yeah. but to say something is trash if somebody came up to me and said uh and even if it wasn't directed at me
2: mm-hmm. or
0: if they said your podcast is trash i'd be like hey man i appreciate you taking the time to listen though man thank you for listening mm-hmm. and i'll walk off but if they say like, "Hey, that that dude Keith is trash," or somebody came with to Keith and was like, "Man, Eddie trash."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would be more offended by that cuz now you're attacking a person I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And without Keith, I can't do this podcast. So it's like <laughs> it would just be me talking and that's not. a trucker's half of mine. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that. Trucker's half of mine. The clever, the clever, the clever inserts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, I've had multiple uh, uh, instances of Internet courage Mm -hmm. that I couldn't fall for Mm -hmm. because it it won't end good. Now you got enemies. I don't have any enemies. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's that's well, that's that's me on that. Yeah. Um, if you're a person that commonly will say things on the internet that you wouldn't say to somebody's face, I think it's time for you to reevaluate your, uh, communication skills. Yeah. I've had somebody that, Well, if you ever comment on a form, like let's say somebody writes something on ABC news and it's a form with a bunch of people from Bakersfield on it. And then, and it's about like Donald Trump. And you say like, you know what, I don't really care too much for Donald Trump. I just want this country to, you know, somewhat come together and try to figure it out. You're going to have a bunch of people like, yeah, you must be a liberal, you dumbass And, you know, I can't believe that, you know, black lives don't matter and all kind of crazy shit. And they will go crazy and say things like this. And then I responded by like, I am 100 percent certain that any of you saying this would never say it in my face. So I'm not even going to be offended
1: by it. You know what, that happened, I have an example, there was once, um, there, I follow like a lot of entrepreneurial accounts on Instagram, or it's like some of the stuff will pop up on like the search feed, and there was a post about Bill Gates, and it says something along the lines of, Bill Gates is like so rich that if he spent a million dollars, um, it might have been a day or i don't remember exactly but he spent if he spent a million dollars a day um he still wouldn't run out of money or something something along those lines oh wow <clears throat> and i was like or like they were saying his net worth is so big that if he spent a million dollars a day he wouldn't run out of money and i was like well like that's not really how a net worth works like bill gates doesn't have 58 billion dollars in his bank account exactly like he probably has um the majority of that in stocks, exactly. And, you know, his property is probably worth like twenty million, yeah. and lucrative investment. Yeah, and he's probably you know whatever, yeah, whatever and stuff um, he's invested in is co- collectively worth that fifty-eight billion or whatever his net worth is. Exactly, um, but he may only have like two billion in actual like cash only. Um, <laughs> yeah, compared to fifty as like. <laughs> slight money slight money baby slight money <laughs> <laughs> but i was but I, that that's what i put in the comment section and um cuz a lot of people were like sort of amazed by the the idea and i was like well basically i put like he doesn't have that amount of money in cash so this kind con- this post is kind of like it doesn't really make sense and the the the, the owner of the uh the account comment Commented on it, he was like, "Yeah, we're aware of that, but you know, we just kind of wanted to put put things into perspective." That's and then nah. another person hopped on it and was like, "Dude, you're stupid. What are you talking about? Like, of course he doesn't have like that amount in cash, and of course, like this, you're just stating the obvious." And I was like, "Well, not really, because I I do believe that the majority of the people that was commenting, don't know this, yeah, they were just you know they think that Bill Gates probably has fifty eight billion dollars in his bank account. You know what I mean? So." That was just kind of one of those things where the guy kind of got way more courage than he should have had, and you know, try to be super disrespectful when I was just kind of having a conversation. I wasn't trying to like you know shun anyone or make anyone feel stupid. I was just having a conversation on Instagram.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and that was
1: on that was on uh, oh that was on IG. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of these like entrepreneurial accounts. Um. And a lot of them are super informative. Like they'll tell you about investing, and and they make it super simple within a picture. So you know, all, all the information, excuse me, all the information you need is just in a in an Instagram picture that they created.
0: Yeah, I just think I think what it is too is um, I think you felt the need to explain it because whenever you mention something like that, you mention somebody's net worth. Yeah. It's a 58 billion, but it's not like that's in cash, yeah. but people take it as that mm-hmm. because they don't understand the whole, you know, uh, the lucrative investments. That's mm-hmm. what creates your overall net worth, not mm-hmm. your cash. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you have investments in this many shares of stock and you have, and you own this and you own this, that's what your net worth is. Yeah. Like your net worth is not just cash that cash it, it's included in that, but it's yeah. not like, it's not what. Creates that overall net worth. Yeah, and people don't know that. So the guys, because maybe because he probably understood, um, he was like, "Oh, you're well, you're stupid, this and that." And maybe because you actually articul- articulated yourself well, and he figured like, "This guy's not smarter than me. Let let me let yeah. me make him feel less intelligent yeah. than me." Yeah, because some people have that complex. They use they weaponize their intelligence. Yeah, like I'm I know no I'm smarter than you. Wait a minute. No. No, you're not smarter than me. And you're black and you wear glasses? No fucking way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially on the internet, I feel like people try to um, come off as extremely intelligent right, all the time. Like they want to one-up you on anything you say.
2: Yeah.
0: And you can tell when people do it, too. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, I went on this beautiful trip to Fiji and it was great. I would never been there. Everything mm-hmm. was great. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, oh, well, I went to Amsterdam. And then I went here just the other day. It was beautiful. i went with my wife. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's great, man. I'm glad you guys went. Yeah. You know, this and that. And then they'd be like, yeah.
1: And then I went to Italy. You'd like, be like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing now? Yeah. I think the only thing that bothers me about the internet is like misleading information. So usually, I you know, don't really comment on stuff. But if I see something like that, um, I try to. I would comment on it. I would comment on it. I think it's it's two things, actually. I, it's, it's
0: misleading or um, unfinished information. Mm-hmm. More or less what I'll say, this is this and this, but they're leaving something completely out. Yeah. You know, which is still considered misleading or it's just unfinished or blank information. Yeah. It's like you just saying something and everybody's like, wow, that's dope because the average person doesn't take time to... Um, they don't take time to research things anymore. Mm-hmm. I tend to do it. Like, yeah. even if I'm thinking of a word or saying something, I'll even use Google to to make sure that, that my diction is correct when yeah. I say it. Because I don't want to, you know, misuse a word. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. This is dumb, man. Yeah. In the grand scheme, uh, don't don't use... Let me say this. Don't say something... That you would not have the same energy about in person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm referencing Charlemagne when I say having the same energy. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the same energy on internet as you do in person, don't fucking say it mm-hmm. because it's a complete mis- misrepresentation of your character and it's fake.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would never get on. i never get on even on this podcast. Anything I'm saying on here, I would say it to everyone's face. Yeah, I may hold back a little bit when it comes to like and when I'm in a respectful setting. I'm not going to be, like, saying crazy shit to old people and shit like that. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be like, well, guess what happened, sir? Uh, What happened? I got my dicks up. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be doing that. Maybe there's some friends or something, but Mm no. Moving along. Moving along. Um, Why? And this is going to sound kind of subjective or like, you know, oh, they're just two guys running their mouth. We are two guys running their mouths. Like I said, um, <laughs> why women replace men so fast and easily? And I know there's going to be some women listening like, that ain't true. That ain't true. I take my time. And I know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm describing, I'm not describing you then. I'm describing most women in America though. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what I've noticed is there is a pattern. What, what a lot of women tend to do is, and they don't admit this, when they get in relationships with these guys, they know they're not going to marry this guy. They know it. It's just that society has put this 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 jacket or this ideology in on women to where women feel like they're less than when they don't have a man. So they'll get a guy that they have no intentions of marrying, that they know this guy's gonna expire within like eight to one eight months to a year. But they just want somebody to make them feel good. You know, somebody Do you think
1: they really think that? Oh,
0: I know they do. I know they do.
1: I I feel like the girls that I know have a glimmer of hope. Even though, like it may look like, like in their mind, so it'd be like ninety percent, like this is not going to work, but ten percent is like, I think I can change this man to become, you know, more of a wholesome husband potential type of guy. That makes sense, but I don't know. I'm just
0: this, this is me putting it out there, though. I, I feel that a lot of women understand. I think we all okay. A lot of us. A lot of people don't know a genuine person, but a lot of people do know when someone is genuinely kind or genuinely respectful or trustful and trustworthy and whatnot. So when women get with some of these dudes, the guy is fun, but he isn't like husband material. Mm -hmm. And they're not really ready to settle down themselves as much as a lot of women are like, I'm ready to get married and have kids and blah, blah, blah. They don't choose a man that, that represents those same values. You notice a lot of women may seem the part, but then the dude that they date is not adding up. Mm-hmm. So what happens is this guy expires after eight months to a year and then they're single for a little bit and they repeat the pattern. Mm-hmm. And then they then they in a relationship, then they repeat the pattern. Then they break up, then they get with another dude, then they break up, and then they get with another dude. And what happens is there is a toxic pattern being created where women don't even need men they never really needed us in the first place, but it's like they they start to use them more than they actually value them. Mm-hmm. So what happens at the end of the day is they could have found a man that was marriage material, but they got bored. Women don't admit this shit, but they get bored. Mm-hmm. They get bored, bruh. And what happens is is I think anyone would get bored, but at the end of the day, if you have that close connection with somebody and they're like your husband or wife material you're not gonna give up on that cuz you know how valuable that is. But women just be like they waiting for that one argument to happen and then they just going to get rid of this dude.
1: I'm sure you've experienced. I was just thinking about this like the the amount of people or girls that you know that have been in relationships and then um you know they're all posting on social media exactly. and all, everything's lovey devy and then um All those posts stop happening. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they send you a message. Yeah.
0: What's going on? Yep. Mm -hmm. And the the reason why I say this, and it sounds really messed up, but from a single guy's perspective, I've had uh, women that got a divorce and literally uh, a week and a half, two weeks later, we were hanging out, having lunch. Mm -hmm. And then the next week I was hitting it. So it's like, I've had these situations happen enough times to where I know when women are tuning out from the men that they're with and they stop loving them like two years ago, women will stay in a relationship with guys. They stopped loving two to five years ago Mm -hmm. and they just waiting for one real bad thing to happen to leave that guy. And, and and it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. a lot of women are not going to own up to it. And it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, but that, they replace men fast because they don't See value in a lot of men mm-hmm. They're just like oh Well been here before bye Yeah you know and it could have Been a good guy they got rid of sometimes
2: mm-hmm.
0: A lot of a lot of us ain't shit I, I'll keep that real though. a lot of men just they just No good but uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these women man They get bored they don't value These guys they stop loving them and you like, think, like
1: huh? You think also Like um like you always hear the perspective of the women yeah like oh, this dude was crazy i broke, with him, broke up with him yes. cuz he was crazy do you think um um like what percentage of that is like facts and what percentage of that is just like uh, malarkey yeah like because i know some of these people that tell me that are like crazy themselves oh yeah so like Who's like really telling the truth You know what I mean Okay this is this is how I've determined This is
0: why I am not in a relationship And why I'm kind of fearful of them Because um, I've seen the same old song Doesn't matter black white Mexican Doesn't matter a lot of these women They replicate the same toxic energy And um, I, I can't fuck with that Now this is what I will say Whenever you're starting to meet a chick you Whether you hooking up or whatever And let's say you're on a date and they, they pretty much got the same little spiel. It'll be like, uh, and I don't ever mention anything about my ex or any girls that I've dealt with. I feel like it's this is a human interaction between me and you. And I want to get to know who you are as a person. So I'm not going to be like, what well, my ex was this and she was
1: crazy. And, uh, and these girls I deal with is crazy. That's not important. I want to get to know you. That say a lot about you, too. What? Like the person that's always bringing up their ex in a negative you. light. Thank you. That's yeah. what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Every time,
0: and I'm sure Keith can attest to this, you'll you'll take a woman out somewhere, you'll be chilling with her, and she'll be like, yeah, um, my last relationship was toxic, and my ex was crazy, and he was controlling, and he was this, and he was that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. And I'm thinking to myself- That's you,
1: crazy times three. Yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you're crazy. You're probably crazy. <laughs> and you're probably full of fucking shit, too. <laughs> I, don't
0: take, I don't take it serious, like, unless our conversation is swaying in that direction where we're both bringing up our, our past then you don't need to be tell I don't want to be eating my dinner and then all of a sudden you're like Oh my ex was crazy. Yeah, this is he was crazy, he was controlling, he was this, he was that. And it's like if you're trying to take attention off of off of you by saying somebody else is crazy. That's I don't and first of all, how do you know I'm even want to be in a relationship with you? Yeah. Like you're telling me this to score points for you and you really don't need to say anything. Because I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And to be completely honest, all I, w- I just want to fuck. I mean, <laughs> and it made me it made me sound like a complete dog, but you got to understand something. I'd rather be in that situation where it's only a sexual thing with uh, a woman I don't really ain't too fond of. Yeah. Because let's be honest. If you were waiting on your husband or wife to get, have sex, you would never fucking get laid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. And if I'm out here chilling with the chick, and she seems like she's got a little bit of screws loose.
1: Uh. <laughs> I'm not going to screw a girl that got some screws loose.
0: Yeah, I'm not trying to tighten
1: those bolts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sticking my wrench in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like, no.
0: Nah. No. But they'll be like, yeah, he was crazy. He was controlling and he never let me do this or that. And I'll be yeah. like, oh, that's crazy. And they'll be like, and, and it's like they're waiting for you to insert your comment here. Mm-hmm. And all I say is like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know the guy, you know. But yeah, yeah I'm not going to say anything about somebody I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then they just look on their face like, wow, the last 12 guys have told me lies. I'm, most men are going to insert <coughs> a lie like that's fucked up. I'll never treat you like that. Where he at? I'll find him right now. I wish I could punch him in his mouth. That's mm-hmm. what women want to hear. They want to hear the same bullshit lie. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one lying to you, telling you that oh, I would never do that. Like, yeah. Honestly, I just want to fuck. I'm not going to sit here and be yeah. like, you know what, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to be transparent. And mm-hmm. you're going to be the one running your mouth about your ex. I'm not going to say anything because yeah. I refuse to talk bad about
1: somebody that I cared about at one time.
2: Yeah. If I, I, you know? Yeah.
1: I think although there's... Like all those people that have said, you know, they had a crazy I remember a girl was telling me about um like an ex that she had that was crazy, quote unquote. And he was like put her put his hands on her and he did all kind of stuff and they're always arguing and stuff like that. And she was like, Oh my gosh, like this dude is just too crazy and then um she had also told me an instance where She like egged his car. Oh my god! And broke his window. And I was like, "Well, like, who's really the crazy one?" (laughs) (laughs) And it's so crazy. The the crazy thing about these people, the, the crazy thing about these crazy people, is that they don't realize their own actions are crazy. Exactly. They just think like every all the crazy stuff is happening to them. When in actuality, you're protruding craziness on the other person, too. (laughs) But you're you're never going to get the whole story, though. No, you're not. And then
0: on top of that, the things that they'll tell you, what it is, is I'm a great listener. Yeah. I pride myself on my listening skills. So what happens is I listen so good that women will tell me shit and I'll be like, oh, wow. You know, and they'll get so comfortable that they're going to tell me they tell me things that incriminate their character. Yeah. Yeah. Because what it is, they start off with the same the same lame bullshit. They're talking bad about some guy. Mm-hmm. To try to score points with me when that doesn't... <sighs> it doesn't score me any points talking bad about somebody else. Like, yeah. you're never going to make yourself look good by making someone else look bad. Yeah. So, you losing points there. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, they're like, uh, well, you know, this and that. And it's like, but, you know, I mean, I slashed his fucking tires because I was tired of it. Or, yeah. you know, like... He was cheating on me with something, so I beat him and that bitch up. And then yeah. you'll be thinking, like, yeah, um, definitely you're not going to come over my house after this. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad you ran your fucking mouth. And I'm Dude. not returning your text either. Yeah. Don't let those people know where mm-hmm. you live. Mm-mm. And that's another thing. Single, single guys, if you're a bachelor and you work hard and you mind your business and you just want to get a little pussy here and there. You need to watch out who who the fuck you have over your house. You can't have every chick over your house, bro. Yeah, you're gonna have to turn some turn some dates down. Yeah, you gotta have standards,
1: man. You gotta. Or there's a hotel in Union for twenty dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Woo! laughs> you, <get, laughs>
0: you trying to tell the listeners to get some pussy on top of bed bugs?
1: <laughs> Heck no! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got chalk outlines. Yeah,
0: you got dead bodies. You got blood still on the ground and shit. OJ's gloves on the ground. You be in there. Uh, Hey, you be in there having sex in the hotel, and the police just bust the door down. Everybody get on the fucking ground. You be like, oh my god.
2: Oh, heck no.
1: They still got that old box TV in
0: there. Yeah, they got the TV. They ain't got no fucking. It ain't got no kind of HDMI hookups or nothing. Got Uh, regular
1: cable and. just the uh no, nah, they got no cable They got an yeah, antenna those re- Yeah I got the antenna Just the Oh the basic channels Still got a black The
0: out. news it's, it's 2018 They still got a black and white TV In that fucking room And shit uh,
1: <laughs> you Some hotels some, some some of those hotels Do be having those box TVs Hey them hotels be dirty bro Yeah I'm already y- knowing y-
0: You know a hotel is <clears> dirty <throat> When you go in there And you already smell sex Before you actually have sex uh, And
1: cigarettes <laughs> Cigarettes <laughs> it smell like menthols and backshots in here.
2: Ah! <laughs> oh, dang. It smells
0: like cigarettes and orgasms in here.
1: <laughs> oh, heck oh, no, man. That was good. It smells like Wave 100s and 69 in here. Oh, that-
2: <laughs> 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 ah.
0: Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah man uh I just completely lost where I was at. But to we make just a literally
1: lot- said the same thing. What? We literally said that, that's crazy and yeah simultaneously. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 no nah, man uh I just think ultimately women can replace men fast and easy because for one it, once, they start to get bored. It's not that they'll cheat on the man or they'll, they'll entertain other guys, but that the whole time that they're with the guy and they're they're tired of him, there's other men that she is growing interest in. Doesn't mean she's cheating on him, <clears throat> but that's why when women break up, they got a fallback guy. You notice that some women break up and two weeks later they on a date. Yeah, because you don't just women don't just find a dude in two days like that. The same dudes that they that they be chilling with after they break up. They've been talking to these dudes the whole time. Yeah. Okay. And it's like being a single man. That you already know. Like it's some girls that that I've I don't I i did not hook up with them while they was in a relationship because I don't move in on people's relationships. But as soon as they broke up and I got wind of it, you I was standing at the door. I was like, I was in the door with some gray sweat shorts, <laughs> <some> gray sweat <laughs> pants, gray pants shirt on, with gray sweat pants with no drawers on. I was at the front door like. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't.
1: I had a continuous knock
0: to I didn't stop.
1: I was just like, <laughs> "That remind me of Kevin Hart dad." <laughs> Whatever said so that remind me of Kevin Hart dad when he talk about his dad wearing a sweatpants. Oh
0: the God! Yeah. yeah, yeah, But yeah, they just replaced guys.
1: A, fast. Speaking of sweatpants, it's print season. So, oh, you know I'm saying these Get girls your sweatpants are... ready. Yeah. They, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, these females is nasty, man. <laughs> They're nasty, dude. Cause it is, it, what's crazy is is um <clears throat> men will will get a bad reputation for, you know, being like perverts or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the same girls doing that, you wearing sweatpants, you know how we look at women's cleavage? Yeah. They looking right at your dick the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you just be like, My eyes are up
1: here. Right? Yeah. You know I what think I mean? the difference between Men and women, when it comes to that, I feel like most men are a little self conscious about like having their print shown. But as far as girls, they it's part of their wardrobe. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't even think the idea of like having a print out was, is, I would say it's a newer thing. But when you're growing up, you know what I mean? Playing sports and stuff, you always had your shorts on. That never even crossed your mind. Oh, no, you know never. I mean? I, only until recently did like this idea even pop up.
0: Yeah, I just think it's it's just it's it's a, a more deep perverted thing that women are into. They've been looking at dicks for years. They got plenty of experience of dick looking. You've been, I mean, we've been playing sports and wearing gray sweatpants for years, and it's the whole time we've been just just dicks being
1: stalked. Yeah, they, they finally revealed to us that they've been looking. Yeah, the dick stalkers,
0: man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's one of those one of those things. And it's like, man, and it it's crazy. Like I wish I had like a uh like a, a hidden camera like in my hat and then I would go in like Walmart with some gray sweat shorts on
1: see how and see have a
0: conversation looking. and then just see how <clears throat> and show you how many girls is stay there
1: looking. Yeah. 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 You got you got anything else on this? We did a lot of blabbing on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just, you know, just be mindful. I think, you know, along with women moving on so fast um i think from from the guy perspective we just have to be because a lot of times guys fall into like real relationships with these women yeah oh, so good point just you know you kind of have to know i think we. i think you mentioned it before like a carfax history report on like on people um i don't know i might have just made that up but like you just have to know, like, the history of the car. Or, you know, in this case, a woman. Like, know when the last relationship was, how fast it ended, who mm-hmm. was she calling crazy. And, Very you know, true. don't automatically just jump into a relationship with this person. Like, you know, do a little bit of research first. This is this is my thing. Any
0: woman who has been out of a relationship less than six months, don't take her seriously. Mm-hmm don't take her seriously if she's been out of a relationship three months that's not long enough because this is what happens when people break up they go through a stage where they still kind of reaching back and then they still fucking each other off and on and then it's it's not as regular and then after about three and a half four months they don't do that no more Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you come into the fold but they still like he's still probably trying to text her to you know to rekindle something and then here you are Mm -hmm. Okay so you gotta understand If it's been less than that amount of time Don't take her serious man Just take some time to figure out who she is Mm -hmm. Cause that's why It's been time, it's been girls that I was like Yo I'm about to be in a relationship with this girl Like I like her a lot And then I just sat back and became more aware Of what she was doing And I just said nah I can't do this Like my gut telling me this is bad And then I ended up being right Mm -hmm. You Because you gotta understand like what happens is when we tend to like somebody, we get real fucking blind. We stop paying attention to all the green, I me mean not green flags, all the red flags popping up. Mm-hmm. And we like, oh, well, no, she's just like this. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Then if you see another red flag, oh, I'm just over here being insecure. It's not that serious. Nah, bro. You need to listen to your gut. Yeah. Because you're going to end up getting a relationship with this chick, loving her. And then when the shit don't work out, you're the only one that's hurt by it. Because these women ain't getting hurt no more. They get off, they get away from one man and get right up underneath another one. I'm just saying, and that's going to sound really offensive, but it's the truth. Why? If that's not the case, then why are so many women breaking up and with a new nigga, like they with a new dude three weeks later in a whole new relationship.
2: <laughs>
0: you know how hurtful that, that would hurt me so bad if I'm with a chick for like four years, we break up and two weeks later, she got a new guy. Yeah. That would fuck me up. I ain't going to front. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, so this is who I was with, huh? Eh. you know, like, yeah, well you live and you learn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else on that? Nope. All right, let's move forward. When is it time to let people go? And this is a very general statement. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could be a colleague. It could be just anyone. Mm-hmm. When is it time
1: to let people go? I'll let you start off on that one. Keith. Um, I think it's I don't think there's any right answer to it. It's it's more of a filling out process. Like um like we were saying, this, this is not even about relationships. It could be about um you know, even friendships. Sometimes, you know, you could be friends with someone, you have your mind set, you're you've you know, you've listened to E. T., you listened to Gary Vee, you listen to all these Charlemagne guy, listen to all these people and you're you're such a forward thinker now you're, you know, you're changing the way you maneuver um, through life and, you know, Very you're true. on the right path and you're, you know, setting up goals and stuff. And you still have friends that, you know, want to go out and party on the weekends and they want to, you know, have a good time, go to the strip clubs and do all these kind of things. But you on the other hand are like, nah, man, I'm going to save my money. And that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, a telltale sign that you need to, Distance yourself from you know these kind of people. Um, I think I think it just comes down to are the people that you're building relationships with um, like minded, and if they aren't like minded, if they don't offer anything to you, if they're only like leeches, if they only you know want 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 and they don't actually give anything to the relationship, then. It's time for you to let that person go. And you know what it is?
0: Honestly, I don't think it's so much letting the person go. I think it's you just growing. You growing in different directions. Yeah. I got friends that I've been, I was real cool with all throughout high school. And then as we got older, they was just, they still was stuck in that world. Mm -hmm. You know, and the the saddest thing is like, dude, you 26 going on 27. Mm -hmm. I'm 33 going on 34. It's motherfuckers, RAs that are still living in that bubble.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Still smoking weed all day, laying on the couch, no job, like not doing shit. Yeah. And it's not so much you hate them because you don't hate them. It's that y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. So instead of just letting them go, you had to move past them. You moved in different directions. Mm-hmm. It ain't shit that we could do with each other. It ain't nothing we could, we can't hang out ever. Mm-hmm. Like, Everybody I hang out with is—it's literally man. I got it's on. I could count on both hands. Mm-hmm. I don't really deal with a bunch of people. I live life like I'm a cop. You know how cops got a real close circle. They can't really deal with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. If I was a cop, I wouldn't have to change none of the people I deal with. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's
0: real. <laughs> because that's how small my circle is. Because there's people I used to know in college. I couldn't hang out with them now. They we ain't got shit to talk about. Yeah. You know, we got nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then the thing, I, 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 something that made me just feel real sad for this dude. I used to go to a college with this dude and we used to always be at the parties and shit. And I was probably about like 31 when I ran into him. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, hey, how you doing, man? How's everything been? And he's like, you know, he asked me what I was doing. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a truck driver. You know, I'm just been doing this and that. And I was like, what you been up to? He's like, shit, nigga, I'm just chilling. Where the bitch is at? And I was just like, man, we old, bruh. We old, bro. Yeah like we are in our 30s. Mhm. He's like I'm trying to hit this club. I'm thinking like, "Bro, like I just don't feel right in clubs." Yeah. I'm just too my thing is is even the women that I deal with have to have a certain level of maturity. Mm-hmm. I can't just be in a club being an old guy. Yeah. They doing all these new dances and shit and I'm over there in the corner like, "What was that?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is just you grow. <laughs> you grow past people, man. Mhm. If I, I think that it's it's and like the thing about it too is like it's like Keith and then his brother and it's a couple other people that I'm real cool with, but we tend to be somewhat around the same age and we have our life is tied to some type of a goal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's some type of goal that that people. If if your life is tied to a goal or achieving something, then more than likely we're gonna be cool. Yeah, not gonna be like always, but there's a chance. There's a higher chance for we're gonna be cool than than not. Mm -hmm. But if you ain't doing nothing and we could be real cool,
1: I just can't fuck with you. I'm gonna have to let you go. Yeah, I think it even it it even affects family. You know what I mean? Because a family, of course, we're related through blood, but at the same time, like those relationships um, can be cut off just as well as like a friendship like and, and I do agree with what you're saying as far as like the as far as like the goal like I don't really hang out with like with people just to hang out like there's not really enough time in a day to be hanging out with somebody for the sake of hanging out you know what I mean so if I am with someone hanging out it's always to do something like I you know I hang out with my my brother Chris And we'll be making music or, you know, I'm with DJ and, you know, the finesse guys and we're writing Um, or I'm, you know, with Eddie and we're recording a podcast or, you know, something like that. So all of that consumes like the majority of my free time. So if a person comes in and they're just trying to do something that doesn't pertain to like, you know, furthering the podcast or writing or making music, like there's not really any time for that person. So. I wouldn't even say like the, there's a cutting off process, but they just kind of weed themselves out of, you know, life. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. People do wing, wing themselves out. But, um, family. I think what it is too, is with family, uh, your blood, but that doesn't make that relationship any different from anyone else. At the end of the day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think because, you know, m- me and Keith, I call him my little brother because I've haven't, I've known him for, most of his life since, like, shit.
1: How old were you, man?
0: Like, six? like
1: sixth grade, I think.
0: Nah, bruh. Before that.
1: Before sixth grade?
0: Hell yeah, before that. You was little, little. Mm. Yeah, maybe even before that. Yeah, it was before that. You probably before was only fourth like, grade. Yeah, like, fourth or something like that. Because mm-hmm. that I knew, I. well, me and well,
1: Desmond. De, you, you guys met in June. When did you come around? Freshman year? Uh, Desm- sophomore year?
0: Desmond's freshman year. Yeah, Desmond's freshman year, so we'll say two thousand. Yeah, so like I was, I was in yeah. like third grade. Yeah, he was like third grade. So I've known mm-hmm. Keith most of his life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm, that's like my brother that like I've mm-hmm. never had, you know. But the I got family that I don't really fuck with like that. You know what yeah. what I'm <laughs> Keith is closer to me than probably about eighty five, ninety percent of my family, mm-hmm. you know. And Keith's family is like my family. They've you know, I've known since I've known his older brother, it's like I could stop by out of town to visit the family. And they're like, oh, Eddie, cut, Eddie, cut, cut. Eddie, come on in. You know, oh, if we made some food or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they legit my family. Mm-hmm. I'm legit closer to Keith's and his brother's family than most of my own. Because mm-hmm. a lot of my family, you know, we we cool. And then some of us, we not. Yeah. You know, but. um. It goes back to that thing you know, you know, it's not so much letting people go, it's, it, it's growing past them or not really
1: seeing out of eye and just not fucking with them. You know, I, um, <clears throat> even, even people that have like minded goals, but, um, they're running toward their goals at a different pace. Very true. So you can be like, for, this is not happening in our case, but for example, if we're working on a podcast and it's like, um, for instance, like, if Eddie's putting in all the work, Eddie's doing, like, he's coming up with all the topics, he's setting everything up, like, um he's doing all the promotion, and, you know, he's reaching out to people, he's getting all these guests, and I'm just kind of chilling, like, I'll show up on Sunday nights and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, oh, are you ready to record the podcast? All right, cool. We're recorded like forty five minutes in. I'm like, hey man, I gotta leave. I'm be, I'm be real sure <laughs> I gotta leave right now. And it's like this is continuously, continuously happening. That's true. And eventually, like you're gonna weed yourself out. So you know that that happens. You know a lot in relationships. I think very true. You you think about even think about like you know entertainers. We know people like um, that we see like get their start together. And then all of a sudden, like, the person next to him is on a way higher plateau than, um, like, the the other person. Somebody like, you know, like a Jay-Z and a Damon Dash. Like, obviously, Jay-Z is, like, you know, one of the biggest figures in the hip-hop community, dang near a billionaire. And Dame Dash is, like, typically in the news for, like, something negative or he's either arguing with somebody. He's, um, he's, uh... You know, yeah, like you said, always arguing, always bringing up something um, negative, culture vulture stuff, and you know, just just stuff like that. (laughs) I even know, like my cousin worked for Dame Dash, and um, he said he would never do it again. So (laughs) that just puts things into perspective. You know what I mean? And you know, obviously, Jay Z is, you know, they got their On the Run tour and is doing, you know, crazy numbers and stuff like that.
0: I just think Dame Dash strikes me as a person that is just too smart for his own good. Uh huh. I, I, I've heard him a lot of times. He he speaks very well. Mm-hmm. He says he's he's obviously a pretty good business mind, but he also he he's also hindering himself by the way he conducts business. Sometimes I'm not gonna say, "Oh, Dame Dash is a bad businessman." He's this and that, but yeah. like uh, you lost Jay Z, like man. <laughs> you lost Jay, and I think what made it worse is when Jay separated himself from Dame Dash, he just
1: exploded. That sucks.
0: He didn't, like, he didn't, like, you know, gradually. Like, he exploded. Yeah. Jay-Z became his own. He just became, like, the freaking Messiah rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, That. That. that's crazy.
0: That's a that, prime yeah. example. Yeah. When to let people go. You want to talk about that? Uh-huh. Talk about Dame and Jay.
1: Yeah. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It, and it... it it's I don't, yeah, I don't mean to say anything negative about no. Damon Dash because no. I think he's, I would actually like want to work with him because I think he's super creative. I just think like sometimes he gets himself in, you know, bad business situations. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like you said, it's you know, just knowing when to separate yourself, and it, it worked out for for Jay Z. So I think
0: I think if Damon Dash was listening to this podcast. Or we had him on. You be like, okay. First of all, first, first, first of all, like, I mean, you, y'all, y'all got a podcast. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all, y'all got a podcast. But have you ever run a, 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 a million dollar industry? Have you ever, ever, ever done that? <laughs> uh, no, we haven't. Okay, so I, I suggest you don't ever talk about the business model. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, um, uh, like you said, he gets himself in these, these, uh, things outside of the business. Yeah. These conversations. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's almost like one of those. Um it's almost like an Angela Rye situation. Yeah. Angela Rye, literally her job is to argue with white people on Fox News. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's like her job. Yeah. I I I love Angela Rye. I think she's really smart, but like that's her job, job.
2: Yeah.
0: Arguing with
1: so wake cons- up in the morning. Put some makeup on, go argue with white people. <laughs> go to the brilliant idiots, get hit on by Andrew Schultz.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That that, that episode had me dying. Yeah. Andrew Schultz a he stood up told her, he said, uh he, t- <laughs> he told Angela Rye, he said, you know what you need? And she was like, What? He said, Some white dick. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, No, no, I don't. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh that was crazy That's funny Yeah man So uh, If if you're listening to this And you're thinking about um, Times you had to move past people Or let them go I don't think you should necessarily Feel bad for it I think that you need to ask yourself Was it something that was rewarding in the end Or did I hurt myself more by doing it Because maybe I was the person They should have let go Yeah Because sometimes I think We put too much value on ourselves And when people stop talking to us We think like How dare you stop talking to me yeah. You know, but what if we're not actually doing anything with ourselves and they're the ones trying to progress
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're and we're not giving we're not putting anything towards that relationship? I think
1: I think also with this letting go process, um, it may even turn into like a break. If yes, plus, you know, imagine with that hypothetical situation with the podcast If Eddie's like, man, this is not working, like, you know, we just need to stop doing it. And then I get my life in order. And then three months down the line, like our wavelengths match where my work ethic has matched his and, you know, the the type of work he's putting in on a podcast. And we're both equal. And then we come back and then we'd be like, hey, let's, you know, let's try it out again. Like my my mindset is to where it needs to be. So, you know, there's not going to be any hiccups anymore.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's one that one that's count kind of, that's crazy that's definitely uh that's definitely an interesting scenario mm-hmm. and i could buy it
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but i don't think usually when those situations break up they don't always happen like that mm-hmm. typically they're just done you know yeah. <laughs> typically but they can a lot of times sometimes when people break up they fall back together yeah depending on the depending on the circumstance yeah
1: i i think that scenario only works when it comes to like um, people like I would say like Jay-Z and Dame Dash like that situation couldn't happen with them because no, there was so much like stuff that was going on outside of like work ethic and stuff like Definitely. both of them are extremely hard working people so Definitely. I think that scenario only kind of works with when it comes to like work ethic and people not necessarily matching each other's like, uh, work, work input.
0: I just see the way Jay Z runs his enterprise. Like when people see Jay Z out or they, Jay Z is like, literally like, like the, the head mafia man of hip hop. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I could design, like describe Jay. Like Jay is like at the top of the hill and everybody else is beneath him. Yeah. And can you imagine like Jay and Dame working together and everybody know that Jay is like a big dog and they know that Dame is the big dog and they know that that shit ain't going to work out because when you got two big dogs, somebody going to need to be the dog. Yeah,
1: I I, they, I think. um skip Bayless is a kind of person that always talks about like alpha males and beta males and two alpha males on a team can't coexist and stuff like that. So maybe that same thing applies in, um, in business as well. Possibly. Possibly. I, yeah, that's very true.
0: Cause I think, uh, if you got the alpha and he got like a, a strong second, then you'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But when you got two alpha males, running a business or enterprise y'all gonna be bumping heads a lot because you're gonna have ai you're gonna have your individual idea of how things should be ran and when they're not ran that way and then you're like well you work for me so you know blah 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 and you're like nah i ain't gotta work for you i could work for myself and do just fine alone yeah and they're like well you do it then go ahead and you do it and then you you realize you're talking to jay-z that's crazy oh man I was listening to the Drink Champs episode when they talked about, you know, uh, arguments on the plane. I guess where uh, Memphis Bleak got in an argument with Dame Dash. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess Memphis Bleak was like, I ain't got to fucking be here anyways. I just came because I'm cool with Jay. And then I guess they was arguing back and forth. And then everybody was just sitting back because uh, uh, Noriega was saying like, yeah, I was hearing y'all argument. But like, I was acting like I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's some real horror stories out there about Dame Dash. Yeah. Like him going into um different uh different buildings, you know, cussing people out and <laughs> all kind of crazy stuff. My actually my, my cousin actually said he was like a cool person. But yeah. it's just far like as a business it didn't really it didn't really uh it didn't really work out.
0: Like it's like he is it's like he's uh he's like a hybrid guy. He like a street dude and a business dude at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And that don't work out. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like he doing a deal and the deal ain't working, he'd be like, Look, motherfucker, this is what we gonna do. <sighs> and it's like you can't conduct business yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I will say that he's he's one of those person one of those people that will put his money where his mouth is. Oh, definitely. Like, um, What's the what's the dude that he had pressed to get his money back? Uh, Lee Daniels? Oh yeah. yeah. He pressed he him but Lee he da- had damn good reason to. Yeah, he gave Lee Daniel some money to do a movie and they you know, they set up a deal to where he was supposed to um get his money back. Or I don't know how you you would have to look up the story, yeah. but um you know, before anybody was giving Lee Daniel Lee Daniels money to make all these, you know, big movies like 12 Years a Slave and, you know, Empire and stuff. Like Dame Dash was a guy that just believed in him and, you yeah. know, invested some money into his project. Yeah. And he was like,
0: he's like, you my fucking money.
1: I want my fucking money. Yeah. you my fucking
0: money. And the dude was like, all right, we can talk about it. We're going to set up a meeting. We're gonna we can see? talk about
1: Yeah. Get my guy's money back, man. Yeah. He's, he's like,
0: rich. He's like, I want my fucking money, man. I'm My fucking money, man. Yeah, and it was like it was like he was about to like get violent with the dude, yeah. and the dude had his hands all peaceful. Like we're going to set up a meeting, and like I said, my associates. He said, "Fuck all that. My fucking money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like how many millions of dollars was it? I think it was only one million. I don't know. I think it was more than that. I, I think because uh, the years that he didn't pay, he it, it uh like created like some type of interest. Uh huh. But it's like. Dame, he can't give you a million dollars right there on the spot or whatever the money yeah. was. Yeah. But I understand Dame, Dame's thing because I think it's like, imagine, okay, imagine this this podcast blows up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And all of a sudden, you know, we endorse somebody just because we believe in them, and and we consider it some form of a loan, mm-hmm. you know. And the dude blows up way bigger than us, which is not a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he don't ever give us no money back. Yeah They're gonna be like Hey man uh, Yeah we invest in like Caesar has a movie He wants to do There you go We invest like 500,000 or something Into the movie Yeah And uh, the movie goes on To do great things And then We just haven't heard From him since
0: Yeah, yeah. And people And I think what it is Is people have They and they know they're, People know what They're doing intentionally mm-hmm. and I, Especially with the success the Success can't just Come out of left field Yeah you know, it takes people to invest in things. You, there is no bi- in the history of anything. There is no business that can get off the ground without investors. Yeah, none. Shit, probably not even a fucking lemonade stand. <laughs> You're, You're gonna need top. somebody. You yeah. you gonna need somebody to make that stand. They invested yeah. time and money in making that wood. Yeah. So every business needs investors. Anything you see, people don't just come off the street and be millionaires. Sometimes it's people that. Well, most times they invest in. Uh, the film or business?
1: Yeah, yep, that's real. Even yeah. music, you know, same thing.
0: Yeah, even pornos. Yeah, they'd be like, okay, you want to you want to do this porno? And they'd be like, yeah. And then they just they, they invest, they give them condoms, and
1: uh, <laughs> they shoot the video
0: for them. <laughs> yeah, and hey, that'd be a dope job, bro. What? That would probably be the best job. Directing pornos? Nah, being in one. Oh, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah, like take two. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got a round two man. I ain't got I'm no round after two. One, I'm done after that round one man. Can you give me like an hour or two bro? <laughs> So I can rehydrate. Yeah, let me get one of these Gatorades. <laughs> Tear that ass up. <laughs> nah that man. That's crazy. Yeah. Um I don't got much else left on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that um everyone's timing is different. You're going to know when you got to stop fucking with people. Yeah. You know, some people, they're not going to be on your same path. That's okay. You may not agree in business, friendship, family, whatever it is. Don't feel bad for letting them go. Just make sure you've uh,
1: checked all them boxes before you leave them. Yeah. And also, don't let, um, if you're collaborating with someone on something, don't let, like, that person's shortcomings Affect how you're doing something. Very true. Obviously, like some in certain situations, like it's a collaborative effort. Yes. Um, But nowadays, people are doing so much on their on their own. Like you don't. You may need somebody for something if, if that person is like doing something for you in a certain capacity. But if they're not holding up the end of the bargain, just try to figure out a way to do it without them. Try to be try to be as self sufficient as possible. Very true. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I will say this though, um, I don't ever have to beg Keith to
0: come do this podcast. Uh-huh. If I don't, if if I don't text him, he's gonna text me. Like, hey, what's up, man? Uh-huh. What's time we doing the podcast? Uh-huh. This is a week to week thing. Yeah, and 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 uh, I think if you don't have if you don't have if you're doing anything as a collaborative effort and you don't have that type of um, connection with that person, then mm-hmm. you just need to just stop working with them. Yeah. Figure this shit out on your own, cause you're better off. you basically doing it on your own. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Hey, and it's and there's a there's a guy that I got to check out his podcast. He t- he sent it to me the other day. I'm gonna check him out. But he does a solo podcast. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be so hard to do. Yeah, doing a podcast on your own. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that's really. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Nah. Yeah. You gotta have a sidekick,
0: man. You gotta have a sidekick. Mm-hmm. And you, and I won't say. You know what? I'm not gonna say
1: that. Yeah, I don't think you need one. I'm not gonna. Say I'm
0: not that. gonna say that. But it, it is hard. It is hard. I will say that because there's no rules to this shit.
1: Yeah, I know the maybe one of the podcasts that I've listened to that are um, just a solo podcast that I found interesting was uh, Gary Owens podcast. Mm. He um he when he's like the the opening, the opening is generally about, um, you know, he'll talk about, you know, he's a big Bengals fan. He'll talk about, you know, his shows that he got coming up. He'll talk about, you know, just random stuff. But once he dives into that, like the topics, he's he's more of like a pop culture guy. So he'll talk about like Nicki Minaj and stuff like Tiffany Haddish and those kind of situations. But it's pretty entertaining. You know, I must say for him to just be talking to himself.
0: Yeah. But I think it's it's gonna be hard to it's hard to if you can engage people talking just solo you are he's also a
1: stand up comedian so he's kind of cheating
0: oh
1: got it Mm -hmm. so he's kind of formulated in a way to just you know I I don't know about that I'm just saying like he like he's he already has he can talk on the stage for an hour by himself already so like the podcast is essentially like him on stage you know what I mean. Yeah That's real Well I don't got uh,
0: I've got nothing else Yeah Uh, But I will say this I'd like to thank everyone That has
1: made it to the end of this episode Yeah It is once again It's been a pleasure Today is uh, Well when it drops Today will be Veterans Day So Make sure y'all go out And you know Really uh, Celebrate the day for what it is And shake a Shake, a, shake the hand of a veteran And you know a lot of us are related to them, so make sure we, you know, thank them for their service. Exactly. Not
0: to, not to mention, regardless of what if you agree with war or not or whatever, the service that has very little to do with them uh, going out and actually making that sacrifice. So if you could do something as small as you at McDonald's and you see a dude with his uniform on, buy his lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, tell him, hey, it's on me. Or shake his hand or tell him, hey, thank you for this, thank you for your service. You see somebody on social media, say, hey, thank you for your service, Mm -hmm. inbox them, you know, um, because at the end of the day, I know that I would not personally enlist, but that doesn't change the fact that I will continue to show respect for our uh, armed forces. Yeah. So big shout out to everyone uh, Army, Navy, Marines. Uh, all Air the armed force. forces Air force All the armed forces out there uh, Thank you for what you do mm-hmm. And enjoy your day It is your day
1: I wish we had some and type And the coast guard Yeah and the coast guard Yeah But yeah. I mean
0: that I said armed forces That kind of
1: thing. No there's I think there's five branches So I was just making sure uh, you Yeah there is mm-hmm. Yeah there's uh, We, we named them all right Yeah that's why I put the coast guard in there Okay. I
0: thought you yeah. was about to say some more shit like teriyaki chicken. i am like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> this nigga making up shit. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, man, thank you. It's uh, been episode 33. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to the of Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. We're out of here, man. Peace.